0: hello hello it's me chant i'm so glad to be back with you here at all that matters and i have to tell you um i know we've been going through some ferocious times uh both in america and uh also around the world with so much tumult and um I'm reminded, and I've talked about it in past podcasts, but how important and essential music is to us. And um, I I couldn't help but turn to this piece of music uh, this week. And it's, it's something that, um, oh, I don't know. See what it does for you. I mean... <laughs> It just puts me in a different mood. It just lifts me up. This piece of music is taking me somewhere. And uh, I have to tell you, um, I have to share a story about it because it's just so near and dear to me Uh, because the simplest surprises, and I think we have to be open to them, um, if we're looking for the good stuff in life, uh, we look for what matters to us. And um, I think the simplest surprises are dropped into our lives in moments of serendipity. Have you found that at all? What happens is the soul gets a whole new song to sing. And that's my reaction to certain pieces of music. It's like it grabs hold of my soul and I have a new song to sing. It absolutely takes me out of whatever mood or whatever funk I'd been in, and it, it lifts me up. It, it reframes the moment for me. And I have to share a story with you about the summer of 1996, and uh, I'm sure many of you have gone through experiences like this, but I was licking my wounds from uh, a life-shattering experience um, that comes with ending a relationship. And I was on a journey of healing and I took to the road of my native Northeast, searching for I didn't know what. And sometimes answers are there when we want them. And I think other times just asking the questions can be answer enough. It was my thorough summer. And the whole of New England was my Walden Pond. I remember driving the back roads of my home state of Vermont listening to a soundtrack of Tracy Chapman and James Taylor, Carly Simon and John Coltrane. I, I gloried in the beauty of the small towns and villages of Massachusetts and New Hampshire it was as if I was discovering them for the first time. And I was in need of the familiar. You know that that feeling? You don't want the strange and the exotic. You want the familiar. We need that sometimes. I was in search of the touchable world where I could once again be grounded. And what makes me slightly amused to tell you was that my next stop was a ferry traveling from Cape Cod to an island 30 miles out to sea. That's Nantucket. It's a place that conjures long summer days and sand dunes unfolding with the grace of tradition and sort of native Yankee gusto. And as soon as I'd settled into my bed and breakfast, I got hold of a bike and, and I hit the path, the path that crisscrosses the island. I mean, there are several, one out to Madiket, one out to Skonset. Um, Those are the two far ends of the island. And en route to the town of Sconset, I felt a familiar hunger and I detoured off the trail to the local airport. They had a restaurant there. And I arrived at the quaint gray clapboard building. I nosed around a bit, wolfed a donut and a cup of coffee, and headed back out for a glorious ride on my bike. I'd just begun to cycle away when the face of a stranger, sitting on the lone wooden bench along the curb, came into view. And I remember having this smile of recognition wash over me. I mean, I paused, straddling my bike a few feet away, wondering if I should say something. If ever have that moment? You see someone? You have all this history that they don't have with you, but you might have with them. And you wonder if you should say something. I was never one to disturb the famous. Really, I people are entitled to their privacy, nevertheless, seeing the composer before me alone, vulnerable, I felt my reserve crumbling. It didn't occur to me at the time that I was the only one who was alone and vulnerable, and this was all a projection. So I spoke up in the most non-invasive, non-fan-like, unadoring manner I could muster. This is incredible. You're John Williams. I mean, you're John Williams. Williams grinned, and I swear his eyes twinkled. What he didn't do was lower his head, retreat, mumble hello, or try to brush me off. Responses to which, in hindsight, he was clearly entitled. "'I'm here to conduct a summer concert,' he said by way of explaining his presence, just waiting for my ride. Taking his conversational response as the smallest of openings, I leaned over my handlebars to deliver a message to which only the two of us were privy. "'Your music.'" has meant something to me. The minute those words left my lips, I felt myself transformed into a walking, talking, cycling cliche. How many times must the Academy Award winning composer of so many films, particularly those associated with Steven Spielberg, have, how many times had he heard that? Yet he drew me in. Come. Come. Sit down a moment, he replied, motioning me to the bench beside me. Tell me, which piece do you like best? The man? I I, I mean, I remembered as clear as day, the man seemed genuinely interested. This I couldn't believe, but said I did, telling him with great animation of my admiration for E.T., the score of Schindler's List, the bravado of Star Wars, all comments he must have heard a million times, but listen to them coming from my lips as if this were the first. But I said, Indiana Jones, for some reason, wherever and whenever I hear it, it, it always fills me with this sense of adventure i mean my blood starts pumping and i don't know maybe it's silly but it it always makes me feel just a bit i stopped myself i knew it would sound too corny but his eyes held mine as if to reassure me that nothing i could say would be corny to him and my confession was safe So I put my head down a moment, then lifted it back up to face him. It always makes me feel a bit heroic. Immediately, I kicked myself. Oh, Goldstein, you feel heroic? Who the hell cares? Leave that to Harrison Ford, for pity's sake. But Williams, he didn't blanch. He held me in the embrace of those twinkling eyes, the gentle warmth of his attention, the passionate interest in a stranger's opinion of his work. Good, he said. That was my idea in composing it. I'd hoped you feel that way. Now, I'm telling you, the man was at least it seemed to me, genuinely delighted, and I was t- I was just touched beyond expression. This man, a paradigm of creativity, was, after all, a human being, like you and me. He appreciated being appreciated. Don't we all? By allowing an opening for our connection, John Williams allowed a gift to take root between us. And what I realized at that moment is he had he had not become jaded, and my stopping on that summer's day seemed to make a difference. In fact, more than a difference, it was meaningful. It mattered. How many times do we hold on to the words? Ah, uh, we think they don't need to be shared. But if their words of merit, if they're words of caring, if they're words of connection, how can they hurt? They can only uplift. And for us to hold them, we're thieves if we don't share them with others. And this is what that moment taught me. And after promising to catch his concert on the beach the next night, I thanked him for the chat. I hopped up on my back, and with a wave, I was on my way. Rounding a corner, I headed alongside the fence of the airfield, a lift taking hold of me. In my summer of healing and renewal, this brief interchange had been both revelation and affirmation. The simplest surprises are dropped into our lives in moments of serendipity, and the soul gets a whole new song to sing. And being open to me, Williams had helped create an opening within me, one in which the song of renewal could exist. Oh, as I cycled along the fence of the airfield, humming a theme, I was Indiana Jones riding out on a new adventure. And at just that moment, music in my heart, soul riding high, taking in the series of small aircraft parked at the edge of the airfield, It occurred to me, it was the planes that were grounded. It was I who was flying. Yes, yes, a piece of music can do that for you. And so, I wish you that piece of music this week that lifts you up, whether it makes you feel heroic, whether it makes you feel thoughtful, Hopeful, filled with a bit more light. Go get it. You deserve it. We each deserve that song that helps us fly. Until next time, I'm Jan Goldstein. And this, this is all that matters.